and welcome to episode 171, season 8, episode 16 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I am Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Hello, and much like Ohio State's offense, I won't say anything offensive. Offense? We suck. (laughs) Oh no, your offense is defensive. Wait, your defense is offensive. They're probably both bad. Offense is offensive. Uh, the other voice you heard there was also Andrew slash Tom. Hey guys, my team somehow won their bowl game. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was pretty wild at the end. It was pretty wild. Uh, Dabo thanked Tyler from Spartanburg. No, he didn't. There really we go. Him, but Dabo. Did he thank Dabo. Jesus? Dabo. Ab. Jesus loves say- everyone, but specifically loves my team more than your team. He Remember did get. Uh, he did say shit when he got that... uh, when he got a Gatorade bath. Go ahead, sorry. Remember when like there was that thing that everyone did when they did something good called the dab? Yeah. Remember? Uh-huh. Remember they, yeah. The, yeah. So that's how you say dabo. Did you call it the dab when you used to do it? <laughs> a dab. Dabo. Dabo. Whatever. Dab. There you go. Dabo. He had dabbo. a. He had a. He had a dab pen. <laughs> Is it dabby or dabby? I don't know. Dobby is free. Anyway, it's spelled differently. I'm aware. Nerds. Um, we have no updates on the uh, rankings this week. Uh, really, I don't think that the FBI Find did out in a week. Uh, I think the FBI. Oh. Did the FBI do anything? Uh, it looks like they did. FBI changed. Shit, they did this today. Okay, uh, let's see what else we let's see what we have in here. This new. All right, let's talk about our top four according to the FBI. We got Michigan uh, in the playoffs. Michigan, uh, Georgia Bulldogs, uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, and Oregon. Washington is is twelve. <laughs> um, let's see where they played uh, anybody. Alabama Kansas State is eleventh at nine and four. Uh-huh. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Notre Dame at uh, number eight. Uh, Penn State at five. I think that's the most egregious in here, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, that's 10 and three. Uh, Penn State at number five. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what other nuggets do we have in here? Scrolling. Uh, let's see if our last play or if our last uh, P5 it's team. It's the same. same. Damn it. All right. You can't change. They haven't played. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. well. I mean, I, I guess the I was forty seventh. Huh, that's got to be carried a lot by the defensive side, like almost completely by the defensive side, because we know that their offense is like the worst in FBS. So, or yeah. Anyway, um, okay. I guess that's all we have on the FBI. Let's uh. Do we have any news to go over? I didn't even put anything in there, but I don't think we had anything really like no. new news. There's a bunch of people in the transfer portal, and that's it. Sure. I DJU mean, is going to Florida State. I know. Uh, could have been Cam <laughs> Ward. Oh, wait, no, that was Miami. Miami. Uh, decided to go pro instead. Uh, how? What will your feelings be? Well, I know you don't watch them anymore, but what would your feelings be if DJU comes in and beats Clemson? He probably will. I think... Well, I don't know. Florida State loses a lot, and they looked really bad against Georgia. So, uh, I don't know. That would be, you know, good for him. I don't know if there's any animosity there um, from him or from the team. I, I don't know. I don't. 
It seemed well, more that the Clemson fans were good riddance. I don't know. From I mean, God, it's so hard to tell because like the fans that like I know, I don't think are uh, indicative of the general fan base, but um, which probably goes for all of us. But um, yeah, probably. I, 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 Everyone I know was like, you know what, you know the, the the system was terrible. He had no offensive line. He had no receivers. Like, I don't think anyone really blamed him for going somewhere else. I think it wasn't working at Clemson, and everyone was okay with the change. So I, I don't know. Everyone I knew was like, you know, wished him the best. So um, I was happy that he did well enough at Oregon State this year. And um, I mean, I don't know. I hope he does well at Florida State. Well, Wait, we'll let Greg, you know if he beats Clemson, we, but. We have yeah, I'll, I'll sure I'll know. We have some break <laughs> we have some breaking news. This is coming in right now yes. as we speak. Okay. Brock Bowers has declared for the NFL draft. That did wow. not that's not what breaking a news. That was like officially. A, that was like an hour and a half or two ago. But thank you. He didn't he didn't he didn't play in the bowl game, did he? No. He just posted no, he twelve minutes still... ago. No, it was so, not. I mean, if he's not playing in the bowl game, I think they knew. Also, who thought he was gonna stay? Uh there, there was a small glimmer of oh, hope, but it was Andy, not. Shut up! It was not much of. This is uh, like one. this is like this is like Andrew thinking that Marv was going to start. He hasn't declared yet. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> I know, but like, what's he waiting on? He knows he's going to come. Surely he knows. Come back. He watched the quarterback play <laughs> in the game. It was like I gotta uh, give me some of that. Yeah, he, he felt. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, he, those results. He said, "I can fix him to Devin Brown and Lincoln Kineholz. I can fix him. Look what I did for McCord. Imagine what I can do for this guy." <laughs> God. Well, I mean, who's he projected to end up with in the NFL right now? Justin Fields. Okay. Do you think he'll fall to the Bears? I don't know. Oh, the Bears go number one. Yeah, there's no way Marv is going number one. Why not? If that's who they need, offensive line help. I think he's no, not gonna. They're they're gonna trade down, and he's gonna he's not gonna go there. I mean, if they can't trade for the second or third pick, if one of those teams aren't going to move up and take a quarterback, then why would they not? That's a lot of money you're paying for a wide receiver. I mean, I, I know it's still a be. rookie contract, but that's that's. A I lot mean, look look what look what a beast wide receiver did for the Bengals. Talk about the Super Bowl. What? Okay. Maybe they'll. And then uh, what? Maybe they'll try to trade uh, Fields and they get Caleb. I do not think that'll happen. You think? Do you think Marvel fix Fields? I think Fields has had a much better season this year. Now that he's he got, actually has some a few weapons uh, now and a halfway decent uh, offensive line. Now, don't base that on what they did against the Falcons this last week, because that is full. Based it off that he's had that Justin's had a good has had a much better season this year. It has been better. I mean, but that the floor has been pretty pretty low. So, okay. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. All right, Uh, let us talk about uh, the bowl games that have they're all that occurred. I guess they're all done at this point. So. Um, last Tuesday, day after Christmas, we had the guaranteed rate bowl. We had Kansas favored by 10 and a half versus UNLV. Kansas wins 49 to 36. 
Uh-huh. Moving into okay. the 27th, we had the Military Bowl. We had Tulane versus Virginia Tech, who was favored by 10.5, and, and Virginia Tech wins 41-20. to 20. Um, It's a decent season for them, I suppose. Tulane and yeah, their... what the record is. Yeah. Uh, Tulane in their last season, of course, beat uh, USC last year, so that was fun. Holiday Bowl... We had Louisville favored by seven versus USC. Speaking of, and USC Ooh. USC wins forty-two to twenty-eight. Uh, by a lot. Also, I uh, with USC's third stringer. Yeah, and I I have to look up uh, those stats because he had four I found touchdowns myself, in the first half. Yeah, I found myself wondering, starting to have maybe a crazy thought, which was that. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the system with Lincoln Riley. No, no shit. And I'm not really saying uh, anything. You're saying they are system quarterbacks. I, I'm just saying that. Uh huh. This guy uh, posted 98.1 QBR. You know, 372 yards passing, 11.3 average, six TDs total, with one or, one interception. Uh, against the ACC runners up. Um. Say what you will about that, but to uh, play devil's advocate, okay, Lincoln Riley yeah. fixed Jalen Hurts. Uh, that is true. He did. Yes, he did. Um, yeah. Look, I I don't think anyone would argue that Lincoln Riley has a very good offensive system. That uh, well, he's I, really I mean, good at working with quarterbacks for the quarterback yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame he doesn't care about the other side of the ball. But yes, speaking strictly about the offensive side of the ball, uh, very good at it. Um, anyway, so that happened. The Texas Bowl, Oklahoma State was favored by two and a half versus Texas A&M, and Okie Light wins thirty-one to twenty-three. Great job, Vegas. You guys are uh, doing all right so far. And the results we're talking about, I guess, uh, Pop Tarts Bowl. Next day on the 28th, uh, we had Kansas State uh, fair by two and a half versus NC State. Kansas State wins 28 to 19. So NC State did not get to 10 wins again, I believe. What a surprise. Yeah. They, um, did, it, they did that one year because they, they counted the forfeit, remember? Uh, yeah, they, yeah they, that's true. Um, also, we had uh, the mascot being eaten after this game, which was great. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of key state. <laughs> a lot of great uh, memes came out of this. Um, and so, yeah, Pop Darts Bowl was lots of fun, I feel like. Um, and a, kind of a, a lot of boring bowl games. At least that one was uh, all the antics from the, from the mascot and from all of that was pretty, uh, uh, I don't know, it was entertaining. If you're going to have exhibition games, at least be fun about it. It's my opinion alamo bowl arizona was favored by two and a half at oklahoma and arizona wins 38 to 24 okay i really don't remember this game all that much i missed it um any thoughts from you guys on this one or did y'all catch any of it? i did not watch it either i uh man oklahoma kind of just did not have a good back end of their season huh Nope. No, nah, they seem to start off well and kind of fell apart. But um, 
Didn't their quarterback transfer, though, to uh, somewhere that is not Oklahoma? Dylan Gabriel? Yes. Believe yes. so. Uh, he is going to... Oh, he went to he's Oregon. Back to <laughs> oh, no, Oregon. He's going to Oregon. So, so I mean, I don't know who Oklahoma was playing at quarterback. It's clearly not him. So Jackson Arnold. Here, okay. I don't know who that is. So, I don't know her. I, I don't either. I like that players can transfer, <laughs> but like shit like what Dylan Gabriel's doing like really rubs me the wrong way of like a guy who spent three years at UCF and then he goes and spends two years at Oklahoma. He's like, oh, you know what? Because he gets the COVID year and he uh-huh. had that injury yeah. year. It's like, ah, I'm going to go transfer to a third school. Like, I I don't know how I feel about getting like unlimited. I, well, I guess you don't get unlimited transfer because he's a grad student. He can transfer now. I don't know. It just feels like. Why are you not staying at Oklahoma for another year? I have one word for you. It's called tampering, and it's probably what's going on. It's just it, uh, it's, I don't know, some some about just like rubs me the complete wrong way. Where do we say he when, ended up? Oregon? Like, Oregon. I mean, they're putting yeah. uh, they're putting Bo Nix into uh, <laughs> some of the mock drafts I've seen. He, have him going in the first round. If they can take Bo Nix, and he can, uh, granted, they're going to the Big Ten. It's going to get tougher. Um, yeah, because it's not like Oklahoma has ever, has ever had first round quarterbacks. Well, has has Venables had any? I don't know. Uh, I mean, well, Deshaun, the coach for two years. Yeah. Well, also he's, he's a defensive he's guy. Defensive. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, but while like, he's been head I, coach. I, well, it's no, but he's only been there two years. How I, mean, I know Dylan I, Gabriel's been his only quarterback. And also, Dylan I'm just Gabriel's saying that and, really good for them. And yeah, and Gabriel did really well. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just that saying that Oregon's thing, my, put uh, he's they they put some quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Lately, I'm just so. saying I don't like yeah. I don't like the double think, transfers of like you're the starter, you're going to be the starter and you're just like, "Nope, see ya." Well, I'm I not saying like I like the, it. I just saying I kind of understand I don't like it. the star players. I mean, it's whatever. Do what's best for you and if you want a lot of money that's fine, but like something just rubs me the wrong way of like players going into the transfer portal with like no con- no contact rules or whatever and then like they end up at another school like a day later and it's like clearly some shit was going down while they were still at their other school. And I mean, I don't know, whatever. Why these are uh, uh Please do not slander our young men. If you have facts about a violation, please <laughs> no, send look, them to compliance I at olmiss.edu. Totally understand why the kids are doing it. It's a lot of money. I think it's super shady for coaches to be tampering this way. I know. And just or whomever is yeah. doing the tampering. I don't know. I'm sure they probably have runners doing all of it for him. Uh, if they're smart. Although if it's Hugh yeah, Freeze, yeah. he probably just using his university provided cell phone. Cause he's an idiot. Why wouldn't so. you? It's so convenient. Yeah. It's right there and it's paid for by somebody else. So, um, yeah, why would you pay for your own cell phone? Who would do that when you're a millionaire? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Those so are expensive. Yeah, they are. Uh, let's see. Where, where the fuck was I? <laughs> All right. Uh, Gator, Gator Bowl moving into the 29th. Uh, Clemson, here by four and a half versus Kentucky. They win 38 to 35. Um, yeah, this game was pretty wild, but uh, Clemson pulls it out. Um, yeah, I I remember Dabo getting a Gatorade bath. There you go. He was talking about uh huh about the Lord or something, and they dumped the Gatorade on him, and he goes shit or something like that. Uh, also, the commentator um, or the sideline analyst uh, lady and the cameraman got Gatorade kind of dumped on them too. So he kept uh, he kept apologizing to them. 
as she's like walking away, he's like, I hope that's not a real leather jacket to her. I thought that was kind of funny. So uh, there's just a uh, Dabo, Dabo yucking it up. Shut up. Uh, do you remember any of this game, uh, Andrew? No. Okay. I heard Cade was being Cade, so I don't know. Um, I don't remember any of this game. Um, I remember it being good and I'm trying to remember specific parts and there were, there was so much and, uh, a lot of, uh, food involved. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he posted a QBR of 25.9, uh, K did. So not great. Um, a 6.4 <laughs> yards per attempt. So not, not slinging it everywhere. Um, sure. I do remember that you're uh, that there was a running back. Oh uh, yeah, Moffa, he had like he went had four off. touchdowns in the fourth quarter because uh, Clemson was down. Um, they were down. He had four touchdowns. I remember they had four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It was insane. Yeah, he also only had like seventy-one had, like, the yards fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he only had seventy-one yards, but they were very effective. He had four touchdowns on eleven so. carries. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> every every third carry was a touchdown. Yep. Uh, I think Shipley nice. went out with an injury, if I remember right. Um, yeah, he had a knee point. injury. I, I was reading about that. Yeah. Uh, but Kentucky they say the was, MRI was negative, so I don't know. Uh, maybe a, just a sprain then or a strain. Um, Kentucky did all right, obviously, because it was really close. Uh, they, I don't know. Just looking at the numbers here, it, uh, I believe that they had, uh, yeah, they had two, two fumbles. Um, or sorry, three fumbles. That's they lost two of them. So probably if they had uh, taken care of the the ball a little bit better, might have been different. But obviously, uh, turnovers count, and uh, especially when it's a loss by three points, as I am well aware. Uh, let's see where were we? Uh, Sunball Notre Dame was paired by six and a half versus Oregon State, and Notre Dame won forty to eight. They flexed on them. I feel like we were talking at some point during the season of how well Oregon State was doing. They um, were. They were going to win the Pac-12 and going to like the final week. Yeah, they went. Uh, they ended up going eight and five after that. Um, but I think a bunch of yeah. Oregon State's teams sat out because they're all transferring because <laughs> of the Pac-12. Well, I mean, yeah, DJ is not there, so was not there. So that's one. So yeah. Uh, feels like teams that were missing their quarterback did not do well. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> um, now, their quarter, their leading col- quarterback was Ben Golbrinson. So that is definitely a, a name that was not randomly generated. Um, no. Yeah. It, it looks like they just, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything good that they really did here. I'm also looking at what uh, what Notre Dame did. And um, it looks like they rushed for for a lot. I'm just honestly trying to figure out how they scored so much. Like these numbers don't really seem that overwhelming, and I don't see a lot of turnovers for um, for Oregon State. Uh, I guess it's just that they they scored when they had the ball, and uh, Oregon State obviously did not uh, very often. So, but. I don't know. It looks like they had like 460 yards of offense, which is pretty good, but um, I don't know. It, it just looks like a beat down and it doesn't look as overwhelming as the scoreboard looks anyway. 
Next game, the Cotton Bowl. Andrea, I hope you got your napkin ready. Uh, Missouri versus Ohio State favored by one and a half. And Missouri wins 14 to three. So let's hear Three about points, man. That's uh, that's rough. So I don't know. I was not was not high on this game going in, and then once we got to the game and they announced everyone was out, I was like, okay. And then we get to the second series, and our now starting quarterback goes out with an ankle injury, and we put in a freshman who's been on campus for all of six months, I think, because he missed all of he didn't he missed all of like spring ball. So he didn't even come mm-hmm. until fall ball. Uh, there was 12 punts in the first half of this game. Uh, yeah. It was just like the neither offense could do anything. I thought a high stakes defense played really well. At the end of the day, though, you can only, you know, if you're on the, if you're on the field the entire game, you can't do anything because a high stake couldn't sustain a drive, uh, which is hard. Like I said, when you have a quarterback who's a true freshman who's been there for six months and – uh, you're, Andy told us that Missouri is a good team. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, and they, uh, a top ten team, and th- maybe and th- three of your top four pass catchers also don't play. And for some reason, your center doesn't play, and no one knows why. So they moved the right guard over there, who hasn't played center all year and had no idea how to call blocking assignments. Uh, that and also you only have one running back, and you don't play the other one for any reason at all. I don't know. I, people are like, it was an embarrassing performance by the offense, but like, I I can only with the with the cards that were dealt. I I don't think there was anything that they could have done differently. I think Day could have did, did some different things, but I think the time that Keenholds had, he couldn't do shit. He had no one to throw to. He had no time. Uh, he had 17 dropbacks. I read this. He had 17 dropbacks. He was pressured on 12 of them. Uh, it was just a, it, it was the worst offensive game I've ever seen Ohio State play. But like, I'm not even like upset about it. Like people are ready to fire day over and I'm like, who gives a shit? Like no one played. Would have been nice to win. Uh, defense played, I thought really well. My wife even after, she's like, you're not even upset. And I was like, I, don't, I can't, I can't even muster any energy for these games anymore when all this people aren't going to play. It sucks. I hate what bowl games have become that aren't the CFP. They're not yeah. fun anymore. Yeah, it's pretty bad before you get to the playoffs, which I will say the playoffs were great this year. Yeah, but, both yeah. of them. But like the bowl games just aren't even fun anymore. Well, since you since you bring that up, I do have a couple more things on this game. But since you bring that up, uh, there was, and we'll, we'll get to the Georgia-Florida State game, but after the game, Kirby Smart said, kind of un, unasked, but he volunteered it like just before he ended the press conference. He's like, He's like, you all saw what happened out here tonight, and Florida State had to play this game essentially with, with all the opt outs, and it it had a huge effect on the game. And he's like, I don't know who, basically, like, like we need to figure out some kind of a solution to where it's not affecting the the postseason like this. So, what a, solution could you possibly come up with? Well, that, that's what I was going to players a lot. I, I think yeah. there's no solution. I think that uh, paying the the players uh, something uh, like basically the schools would either have to take a portion of the money that they get for uh, playing in these bowl games and give those to the players if they participate. If they don't participate, obviously they don't get anything. Um, 
if the schools don't want to do that, then maybe the something, some kind of additional payout from the conference, or uh, maybe they can renegotiate with ESPN can, since they own most of the bowls with the bowls to get a little bit more money to, to do that sort of thing. I don't know, but I think it's gotta be money. (laughs) I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to work though. Like, okay. Like look at like Jaden Daniels or, Marvin Harrison, you're going to say, oh, you show up, you play, we'll give you $15,000. They don't give a fuck. They're about to go make millions of dollars. There's That's not going to fix that problem. I mean, for the top players, it's not going to fix but it. That's but who's, that's like, who's opting out most of the time. It's, I don't know. Or, or mean, the you, transfer portal guys. It's transfer portal guys or guys who are like first two round picks. Being with as many transfers as we've had. Uh, granted, none of those people would have played in this game really, but... Um, I, I mean, the other thing is they probably need to close the transfer portal window until after all the shit's done. Yes, because they do. yeah, I, I'm. But it doesn't matter if if someone's going to transfer, they'll just they'll just sit out anyway. That's fine. But the problem is then too is like so. Let's say there wasn't tampering, which we know there is. But now you have coach, you have coaches who are trying to get ready for these bowl games. Now they're also having to ride recruit and do and manage a transfer portal. It just adds. Plus, you have signing day in the middle of fucking well, bowl s- season. Yeah, you have early signing day, which is the it's de facto signing day at this point. You've I mean, got good, everything going on at the same point. Uh, and it, uh, Hugh, Hugh Freeze talked about, which he never should have admitted this, he basically said he didn't look at the game plan until the week of the game because he was just busy working on uh, transfer why, portal and recruiting why stuff. Why would he? Why The bowl game is meaningless for him. You know what's meaningful? Getting good recruits in for next year. I mean, I, I mean, as much as I as much as I disagree with the twelve team playoff and think it's too much, at least we'll have that's a handful of more good bowl games and interesting bowl games than we're getting now. I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah, it, it may be it may be meaningless in some way, but when you're Auburn losing to Maryland thirty one to thirteen is pretty bad. Uh, but, yeah. Right, but like he doesn't get any bonuses for winning a middling bowl game, right? Like I don't think he does. Probably gets I don't know, something, but... but it's probably like it's probably like ten thousand dollars or something. It's not worth prepping for next year, I don't think. Um, if he's, he's probably if he's out better there like, to get in, he's like, recruits. "Hey, would you rather me? Would you rather prep me prep for this bowl game or try to go get two five stars?" They're gonna say, "Oh yeah, get with this five stars." Listen, it's okay to to be doing that, but he said the quiet part out loud. And he was basically saying, yeah, I didn't give a shit about this bowl game. I was doing something else. Like, that's not really... I mean, wh- neither did his team. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also, just because he wasn't doing anything doesn't mean, like, maybe he didn't have staffers working on it or something. I mean, it's sure, like he did, but as, he's the head coach still. Yeah. Whatever. It, it's right. just, uh, I, mean, I mean, we're, you know, Hugh Freeze isn't known for doing smart time, things. So. Time is finite. You got to pick. I mean, his quarterback so. sat out. I believe his running back sat No, his running back played. His quarterback sat out, though. And so he's like, well, you know, fuck this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not giving Hugh Freeze any any of the benefit of the doubt. Um, That's fair. Anyway, so let us talk about... Uh, where the fuck are we? Uh, Peach Bowl. Uh, moving into the 30th. Um, Ole Miss versus Penn State. Uh, Penn State favored by three and a half. Uh, Vegas got that one wrong. Ole Miss wins 38 to 25. Um. Yeah i i I don't know what what the reasonable explanation or expectation is for uh, James Franklin teams, but um, 
I mean, I suppose like 10 win seasons is probably what you should expect year in a year out. I'm not sure if you would expect that going forward with the teams that are being added to the, to the big and with divisions being done away with, but, um, I gotta tell you when we were doing the pick them, try to tell both y'all James Franklin can't win these games. No one listens to me. <laughs> can't no remember who I picked. And I did not pick Ole Miss. Wow. Well, I'm surprised at myself, honestly, that I picked uh, Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd picked Ole Miss. All right. Um, I think you did. I don't know. I'll, we'll we'll, we'll get there eventually. Later. I'm not going to open it now. Well, it's a surprise. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ole Miss uh, did well. Jackson Dart, uh, three for three seventy nine and three TDs. Uh, Drew Aller um, looked like shit i i feel like uh i mean the overall numbers aren't awful it's 295 yards two tds and one interception um but he also he has so he had an interception and a fumble uh lost as well so that'll do it um next game let us if we have to talk about the um the Orange Bowl, uh, Georgia played uh, Florida State. Georgia was favored by 16 and a half. Uh, they win 60 to 3 to 3. So I know I was wrong. I said that Georgia would uh, would win big but would not cover because I believe I, I believe it was around 20 points and I said that was too much. Um, it was bad. Uh, yeah, Carson Beck, I think he only played till, till halftime. It didn't really matter what Georgia did. Uh, as far as like You're how saying they... Carson Beck set out the second half. <laughs> yeah. He opted out of the second half. Um, what a dick. He, uh, it didn't really matter who got the ball. The participation chart for this game for, uh, for Georgia is kind of insane. Um, like there's people like, I had no idea, uh, who some of these people were. Um, Will Muschamp's, a kid who's a walk-on, I think, quarterback or running back, possibly, uh, went out there and and, the, and what's weird is they don't even have him on the uh, on the chart here, but he definitely ran for a first down. Um, I want to say that he was uh, he was a quarterback, so he was the third one that played in the game. We had a total of four quarterbacks play in the game, I believe. Uh, the fourth one, Colin Drake. I had no idea who the kid was. Um, they emptied the benches and continued to score in the second half of this game. Um, Florida state obviously only scored three points. It was, uh, there's really nothing to talk about on their side of the ball other than just pain. Um, which is what it looked like Mike Norvell was going through during that game as well. So yeah. Um, I don't really know what else to say about this game other than the, Georgia was clearly ready to be there. And unfortunately, Florida State was on the other end of that. And Florida State was in such a place that, like, it, it, was, it was a joke. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. Continue the trend. Uh, I'm glad you enjoy it. games suck now. I mean, I enjoyed it, but, like, it didn't really tell me anything other than that, you know, obviously uh, Kirby had somehow had his players ready to go for this game. Like 
it was like a buzzsaw and then you had a team that didn't give a shit about it on the other end of it and that was what the that was what the game was so it is what it is um lad uh mcconkey had a had a funny uh i think his i mean it is his last play in college because he said he is he's going pro but he um they did like a a toss sweep type thing to him or like Beck tossed it to him and he goes out to the left side and uh, drops back. Like he's actually going to try to pass it. Uh, and the play was covered up. So he just runs a, a clear across the field. Um, cause he was on the short side. So he runs all the way around to the long side of the field and runs it in for a, a touchdown, which was nice to see on his, uh, his last play in college was like a 40 yard, um, kind of like a busted, uh, like a running player jet sweep or something. I don't even know what you'd really want to call it, but it didn't really matter because like, like I said, Florida state couldn't do much of anything. I don't really even know what else to say on this one, but anybody have anything before we move on to the next one? No game. sucks. I did not watch it. So I have nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's great for me, but I'm sure nobody else probably really enjoyed I mean, that. Yeah, I get it. But like, don't want to watch 63 to three or whatever it was. Uh, no, not really. The uh, moving into the first um, Monday, we had the Rely Quest, whatever that is, B O M. LSU favored by nine and a half versus Wisconsin. They went thirty-five to thirty-one. That was a fun. I game. yeah, I had this that on. Was, yeah, the ending. I remember it being pretty fun. Wisconsin um, led for most of it and then kind of melted down at the end. Um. Thoughts on uh, on Fickle's first? Uh, this was his first year, right? Mm-hmm. Forget. Yeah. Yes. I feel like he's gonna be uh, be pretty pretty decent going forward. I'm not sure what their place oh, is. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yeah, this is for sure. He coached the bowl game last year, which is still fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. Usually, coaches don't coach the bowl game when they come in, but um, uh, I mean, he went seven and six, which is not up to Wisconsin standards. So I. Maybe they got something with their quarterback going now because um, I don't think that he is leaving. I think Graham Mertz has another year. Oh, yay. Does Great. he get a COVID year? He had a good season this year, though, like at, towards the end, too. He didn't play the whole year. He got hurt. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what to expect from them. Usually you do get a, a bump in the second year, but, you know. The, it's going to be harder for the for Wisconsin because they're not just going to be in the West. Um, anyway, next game. Speaking of the Big Ten West, the Citrus Bowl. We had Iowa versus um, Tennessee, favored by seven and a half. They went thirty-five Ugh. to nothing. Iowa's long offensive coordinator nightmare is finally over. Did they make it official yet, or are we just assuming it's happening? No, they said that he was out at the end of the season. Okay. All right. And, uh, but Kirk is still there? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he still well, won I didn't 10. Know if he was he still won 10 games with the most putrid offense that anyone's ever seen. Sure. They're just not going to be able to do that next year. Maybe. But, yeah. I don't know. It's what they've always done. <sighs> I was always had a always been defense. in the West. They've always been in the West too. There's yeah, there is no West anymore. Let's, let's look, but yeah, but let's look at their schedule. Wait, yeah, what do they have? I was schedules. I'm, 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 yeah. All right, Illinois State, Iowa State, Troy, Minnesota, 
Ohio State, Washington, Michigan State, Northwestern, Wisconsin, UCLA, Maryland, Nebraska. They don't have an incredibly hard schedule. I don't. We have no idea what Washington's going to be next year. We have no idea what Ohio Bad, State's going to be next year. Bad, probably. And those are your two hard games on the schedule. They did pick, or, or they did get a relatively easy uh, slate here, it feels like. So, 10 wins on the table again. <clears throat> it's on the table. We'll see what they who they end up hiring at, uh, at OC. But, I mean, maybe, maybe they can just have a great defense and fart around on offense forever. It seems like that's probably what Ference wants. He probably doesn't want any of that any of that crazy stuff around here, you know? Messes <laughs> with the integrity of Iowa football. Um, mm-hmm. Fiesta Bowl, we had Liberty versus Oregon. Oregon favored by 17 and a half, and they won 45 to 6. So they put uh, Liberty in the corner. So there you go. Our long Bo Nix national nightmare is finally over. It is. <laughs> he had a, uh, a somebody who still harbors a significant amount of Bonix uh, doubt. Had a hell of a season. Um, he had three interceptions. Up... <laughs> huh? He had three interceptions all year, which is insane. And 45 touchdowns, uh, 77.4 completion percentage, and 4,508 yards passing. Yeah. He so, had an insane season. He did. He did. Um them losing he to did. Washington twice by three points still makes me laugh. I mean, I just remember the prior three years of Bo Nix, and I think that that's still there, but uh, he has uh, ended up in a hell of a situation at Oregon, and I I hope he does well in life, and that he, I hope that he does not go to the Falcons by any means, because uh, I legitimately might be done with the team if that happened. Um, all right, next. The Rose Bowl in the semifinal. We're moving into those. Oh, what a game. Alabama versus Michigan. Michigan favored by one and a half. They win 27 to 20. Um, yeah, this game was. Uh, first of all, both playoff games were great. It's the first, I think this is the first season we've ever had where both games have been amazing. There's always, there's always great. one it stinker. Is. Yeah, there's Which, that means we'll probably be the final now. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, um, so let's talk about a couple of things here. Earlier in the week, we had the news uh, coming out. Uh, Jalen Milrow put Bill O'Brien on blast because Bill O'Brien tried to told him that he should switch positions away from uh, quarterback. And then Milrow goes out and has this game. And... Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien probably feels fairly justified in his comments after. I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say Bill O'Brien had a statement after. No, he didn't have a statement that I've seen. I think he's that probably just hilarious. smiling. After Jalen goes uh, and passes for 116 yards in this game, um, Jalen was letting it. Letting it nay say or no. Good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. All right, Pat. Uh, um. Yeah, they, I, I don't, I mean, obviously it was, uh, the game was down to the wire. I'm assuming everybody listening to this, watch the game. Um, I, Spoiler alert. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Alabama uh, should be proud of where they came 
considering what they were working with this year, which we also need to take a step back from that. This is one of the most talented teams, according to 24-7 Composite, that Alabama has ever had. And the state of their quarterback room is that Jalen Milrow is the best option. Your second quarterback, Tyler Buckner, is transferring back to Notre Dame to play lacrosse. So that is where you're at as a program. Now, I think that there are some issues with talent, either development or identification or something at Alabama because those receivers are I mean, okay. They are not Alabama. There's not two first-round draft picks on there for sure. The, this game really came down to the offensive line. I mean, we've seen games with Nick Saban's Alabama teams where defensive lines have neutralized them, but I have never seen a Nick Saban Alabama offensive line get dominated the way that they were dominated in that game. I wish like, we could pull up well, the so f- the, uh, the recruiting rankings for those uh, for those five linemen because I guarantee you they're all four and five. They stars. were getting blown off the ball. Their center yeah. has Michigan no idea how to snap a ball. Michigan has a really good defensive line. To be fair, sure. They but do. I mean, we've sure. seen we've seen Georgia go up against a really good defensive line and never have dominated Alabama's line like that. We've seen teams with good well, defensive lines I don't think, uh, not dominate. Like, well, our defensive they, line is uh, not as good this year. I'll, yeah, not this year. I'm saying ever in like oh. watching a Nick Saban offensive line never seen dominated that bad, especially uh, in the first half. Really they looked they looked completely lost. They had no idea how to pick up like blitz assignments or blitz coverage. I mean, you can go all the way back. To, you can go to the last play of the game. They're, I was gonna say last play of the game. It looked like the defensive line just completely swallowed up the offensive line instantly. Like there was nothing. I right I I need to know. Like cl- clearly the wide receivers are running. So back up to we're in overtime. It's fourth and three at the goal. Fourth and two. Somewhere around like that. Fourth and three. three. Fourth and three. And they run what looks like at first a, like a QB power. But the more you look at the play, it is not a QB power play. The wide receivers are running routes. The running backs. I disagree. I disagree. I watched it. They are not running routes. They look to the center almost immediately. They look towards the middle, towards know. the quarterback almost immediately. I think it's watch a sw- their helmets. They I turn th- inside immediately. But I the, think it, it is a run pass option, and the receivers are running a swing pass. Uh, the running back is motioning out to the two DBs. There is a linebacker moving with him who's way off the line and probably wouldn't get to him. It's fourth and three. If he runs to the pylon, he's probably in. However. The snap is fucked, and Jalen Milrow um, probably they, should have checked to that immediately when he sees eight in the box. They also pulled the right guard to the, all the way to the left side, which yeah, that, I don't understand that, that at all. No matter what that play was supposed to be, that makes no sense. With what if it was supposed to be a QB power, then that makes no sense. If it was supposed to be a pass play, then that makes no sense. Like I don't know what the offensive line design on that play was at all. Okay, here's like the a thing. Trap or something? I don't know. Here's the thing. Even if it is snapped correctly, if you see an eight in the box and you're a quarterback, are you keeping the ball? No. Well, let's, let me ask you this. I think we all looked at that last play and probably thought if it's fourth and three, something with Milrow is probably your best option. I don't know if it's running at the gut, but it's something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to do that, put to. him under center where he's not five yards behind the line of scrimmage. And you know that your center has been fucking up shotgun snaps the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm sure calling Milrose number was the right 
Yeah, he's and your he, best player on offense. Was terrible. Just the play was terrible. The uh, play was terrible. We and also I think he should have. I don't know. He should have checked out of it to that. They had a numbers advantage on the left side of the formation. Um, we there was a lot of like really great plays in this game. We we had the Michigan almost having trouble with the punt at the end of the game where. Uh, oh my gosh! And the guy Al- recovers it. At the Alabama one. punts it to him with like 50 seconds left. Clearly, just gonna knee it out, and he f- muffs it and he recovers it at the one. <laughs> yeah. Why are you feeling it at the five? Oh my gosh! Well, uh, and then I mean I uh, that that last drive. I mean JJ McCarthy had an amazing last drive uh, to uh, yeah to get them to tie that game. I yep. Mm-hmm. To um, to tie, to put a, a bow on this, uh, maybe it's appropriate that Michigan finally beats a, a team when the other team has uh, trouble with the snap at the end. Well, but they also did yeah. too because they had that missed extra point <laughs> because it went through the holder's <laughs> hands. There were lots of problems with snaps in this. Game. Uh, also, little bon- fun fact: uh, there's pictures and confirmation that Connor Stallions was at the game. <laughs> Uh, using uh, he was kind of looking like uh, Agent Forty Seven at the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, shaved uh, shaved the facial hair off and shaved the hair off too. So I'm assuming he he had to be just going like that to try to to try to be semi incognito. Oh yeah, shaved his head and his his goatee off for sure, and wasn't yes. wearing his trademark hat. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you honestly, if you didn't tell me that was him at first glance, I, I would have, I would have never recognized the dude. Didn't look like him. Well, if there's one thing that instantly loves, it's you like brazenly throwing shit in their face. So, yeah, they do love that sort of thing. I mean, we'll at least he how... wasn't on the sideline; he was in the stands. You know, That's where, where, where he'd he been was watching before. Games before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, the other game also entertaining. We had the Sugar Bowl, um, Texas favored by four and a half versus Washington. Uh, this was at eight forty-five ESPN. Uh, this game did not finish until probably like one o'clock uh, this morning. It was like twelve forty or something. Yeah, yeah, it was late. It's close. Yeah, um, Washington wins thirty-seven to thirty-one. And uh, uh, listen, if Washington is going to want to win a ge- win the next game. They're going to have to learn how to burn clock and run the ball at the end of games when you have a lead. Late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they almost gave that up. It is, um, I mean, yeah. (laughs) You can thank Texas's awful play going for that. Like, Washington wasn't even trying to run clock. They're like, yeah, we're just going to keep passing. This is is the thing. This is what we do. This is our, yeah, live and die die by it. It's fine. They almost died by it. I mean, it just seems like a kind of, I, I don't know what their. I haven't studied their scheme enough to know whether they're air raid or not. But it seems like something Leach would do. Um, like I don't give a shit. This is what we do. We're just gonna run the ball forever. Yeah, I mean, or pass the ball forever rather. And realistically, Texas probably should have won that game. I mean, they got down to the twelve yard line and called maybe the worst play I've ever seen. With first three plays, like oh my at God. least the other ones were in the end zone. Swing pass. The first one was a swing pass. You have no timeouts. You run a swing pass from the ten yard line. They got there. They got. They were there. They got there with fifteen seconds left. They were in that dumb play. Now they're down to ten seconds, and I just I don't understand. And then they threw like what they were he, thinking. And then Ewers airmailed one out the back of the end zone, and then he almost he almost had 
AD Mitchell. He was almost the, sacked. No, he yeah. was almost sacked. And then on the last play, was it Mitchell he threw to it? Yeah. And then at the end, he threw it to AD Mitchell, who, if that ball is like two feet lower, AD Mitchell catches that ball. But because it was high, it allowed the DB to go over the top and swat it out. Yeah. He was open. If that was a good pass. And a little quicker. Because he, as soon as he turned, yeah. as soon as he broke, he was wide open. Yep. Also, the yeah. that was just the the yeah. ball was like out of bounds on that throw too. Like if you watch the one angle, it's a really bad throw. Yeah, I was saying like it if he had just thrown the ball well, it's they went. But Bo Nix or uh, Michael Penix uh, lit them up. Another Nix. He he was dropping like some bombs oh, just yeah. right in the basket. It was amazing. That dude can throw yeah, lasers. He looks great. The touch he had. He can throw. Yeah, lasers. he. He ends up with 430 yards uh, passing. Um, I think he had like 300 at halftime. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, Rome Adunze was just yeah. killing it. Um, and that dude's, I think that dude's probably going to go pro, but he's a beast too. He's got to. Um, 1,500 yards yeah. a season. He's predicted it being uh, on Tankathon. He's predicted to go 10th uh, overall. So I would imagine he's going pro. Um, after this game. So, yeah, they uh, Texas ended up fumbling the ball. Um, well, they lost it twice. They fumbled it four times, um, lost it twice. Uh, Washington fumbled once and lost it once. Uh, so, anyway, they um, if Texas is a little bit better taking care of the football, they probably win that game um, with how these things tend to go. Um, Quinn Ewers did not have a, I don't know, I didn't think he had, he had a he was great fine. game. He was okay. Penix definitely was just absolutely killing it out there. Um, yeah, Washington only ran the ball for a total of 102 yards, passed for 430. So balance, yeah. they do not even care about that. Well, they kind of got fucked at the end, too, and they were trying to run out the clock. <clears throat> it was like on third down, their running back got hurt. And so then they had to take an injury timeout, which then gave Texas, I think, probably thir- yeah. 35 more seconds or so. Yep. Yeah. They got, I mean, that that's the rule. So yeah. what do you do? But, yeah. Forget which game was it. Was that the Alabama game or this one where one of the receivers, like right near the end of the game, you could see his hamstring completely lock up? Oh, it was um, cramping. It was, yeah, that was the Alabama-Michigan yeah. game. Okay. I think it was pretty <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the, uh, the, the pass, the end of the, the Texas uh Washington game where he kind of caught it with his fingertips and uh, oh I I they really I think that was an incomplete pass. <laughs> I think it was a catch, but I think that no matter what they called, it was not going to be able to be overturned. Yeah. Anyway, good, uh, really good semifinal games. Uh, so that was nice to see for a change. At least have both of them be be good games was the first time. Also the. Um, First time in quite some time that you would see teams from uh, not located. No, none of the teams are from the southeast in this, whether it be ACC or SEC. So, uh, two future Big Ten teams, rather. And all I mean, one of them Big obviously Ten is now, but showdown. Yeah. Um. So that is it for the games uh, for last week's games. Now we have the uh, Natty coming up. Uh, on Monday on the 8th. Uh, so we got Washington versus Michigan, Michigan favored by four as of today, I believe. And, uh, that is, it says seven 30. I am assuming it is actually, um, eight 
or eight fifteen, probably. Yeah, got to be. Um, and now Brian Freemall's uh, FEI has it as Michigan thirty two, Washington twenty four. Um, there's not a lot of great information. Uh, this is a Tuesday. A lot of people don't put up a lot of their work on these matchups until like midway through the week. So we got to kind of come up with our own, but, um, Oh no, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting because I think that Penix, uh, if anything, I think that Michigan has good DBs, but they have a couple legit first round wide receivers, on uh on Washington's team and so it's going to be a bit different matchup because Penix is obviously light years ahead of Jalen and the wide receivers that Washington has are better than what Alabama has right now so I think it's going to be a bit more of a matchup the rushing that Alabama wanted to do probably is uh better for Michigan's defense I would assume um but I do think they're going to have to be they're going to have to have at least the threat of rushing like Washington will to, to win this thing. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about the matchup? I think, I think Michigan has really good corners and I think they have a very good D line. So I, they can rush for and play coverage. And I think it'll be a lot more difficult for Washington to get points through the air. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't, Washington has been a weird fucking team all season. Like they they've escaped like six games this year already. Some in like a couple versus really really bad teams. Uh, but you know then they go out there and they they looked they I, they dominated Texas for most of that game uh, and let them back in. They looked really good against Oregon both times. I mean Michigan has looked good. I mean every single game. I you know I think the only teams that've really gone toe to toe with Michigan is the the three three best teams they played in Alabama, Ohio State, and Penn State. And I think Michigan's corners are really, really good. I think Washington has, you know, wide receivers that are on the level of like, you know, Ohio State, but have a much better quarterback than Ohio State does. So maybe he'll actually be able to throw it to them. Uh but I if Washington gets one dimensional in passing, I think they're cooked. They have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Um they are going to have to be able to run the ball. They did just go up against Texas has like two legit uh, defensive tackles. So at least they, they were tried some by Texas in that game. But uh, I do think that this is a step up defensively in what they're facing this week. So we will see how it goes. Um, haven't been overly impressed with the Washington defense this year they seem to be very uh like i don't know what you want to say but they definitely seem to go for like interceptions or like like big plays they're not super consistent but they seem to just try to get the ball back for their offense to do something with it which is you know obviously a pretty good strategy um as it goes but they're not like dominant by any means, but they're opportunistic. I, I guess it's probably a, a better way of describing it. So not nearly as disciplined as Michigan's defense is there. Um, I would give them an edge, obviously quarterback, but they're the running game of Michigan is probably the, the concern that I would have if I were Washington, because Corum and Edwards are, um, are really good. 
And the mm. offensive line is obviously opening good holes for him. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Well, anything else on this before we move on to pickums and then questions? Uh, we have rate. We have ratings no. for the games. Do we want to go over those? Like TV no. ratings. Uh, twenty-seven point two viewers tuned into the Rose Bowl. It was the best semi since year one. Top only ten. twenty-seven oh, wow. people. Top wow. ten cable two. telecast of all time. Oh, point two people. Wow. And then uh, eighteen point four million people watched the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I found it in since we were talking about ratings. Uh, somehow over ten million people watched the debacle that was the Orange Bowl with UGA and Florida State. So I mean, the first three minutes probably. Yeah. It, well, uh, maybe a quarter at the most, but yeah. Um. Yeah. So good ratings. Um, I do think that there are some significant issues with the bowls and we need to figure out some kind of way to, um, they they need to change the calendar, the calendar up first of all, uh, possibly less bowls, but good luck with that because these people like content and there's nothing on in December because there's no original programming. Um, and so a lot of people tune in for these things because there's not a lot of competition. So I don't think anything's going to change as far as the amount of bowls. So they need to figure out some way to to have more of the best players playing in them to make them better. But uh, I'm not convinced that that's actually going to happen. So, pick'ems. Pick'ems. All right, last week, uh, we had Ole Miss at Penn State. Tom and Andy picked Ole Miss to win. Good job. Uh, Aha! See, yay. I did. Oh, you did pick Ole Miss. Good, Told you. Good for you. Good I, for Liber- I was like, right. why I'm would sorry. I pick James Franklin to win anything? Liberty at Oregon. Oregon was 17.5 point favorite. Tom and Vegas said they would cover. They Boy, did they. Uh, Missouri, <laughs> yeah, Ohio State. Points. Uh, had I known what I know th- two series into that game that all those people bound for Ohio State, I probably would not pick Ohio State, but Missouri won that game, which Andy was the only one to pick. Uh, Georgia, Florida mm-hmm. State. Georgia was a 17.5 point cover. Andy said no, they would not. That was incorrect. Uh, Texas, Washington. Everyone picked Texas. Wrong. And then Bama, Michigan. Uh, myself and Vegas picked Michigan to win. And your Lockhart cold pick of the week was Iowa would score multiple touchdowns, and they in fact <laughs> <laughs> scored. Did even score no one. points. <laughs> So that means oh, man. last week Tom went three and three, Andy went two and four, I went two and four, Vegas went three and three. Bring in going into the final pick of the season. Me in last place at twenty five and forty three, Vegas at forty one and twenty seven in second place, and tied for first. All comes down to this: is Andy uh-huh. and Tom at forty two and twenty six? Before we do our final pick, I will say, if you both end up picking the same team. We, listen, I, we will pick. Points, we'll pick total total points. Okay, okay. So with that being said, okay, we will. We're both going to pick Michigan. So you might as well go to the points. <laughs> Michigan, I'm pretty well, sure. Michigan anyway. and Washington. Michigan is a four and a half point favorite. So Vegas will take Michigan. Uh, Are you going against the spread? No, no, we're going straight up. Uh, okay. I am taking Washington because I can't 
I, I, in a sound right native Ohio in mind, I cannot do it. So I'm taking Washington. Well, you picked Michigan last yeah, week. Yeah, but this is this is a different level. Okay. I also believed uh, last week that right. I that Michigan was a much better team than Alabama. You don't believe they're a much better team than Washington? Uh, no. Okay. I think Wash. I think Bama would beat Washington if they played. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Anyway, okay, so we're going in reverse order, I guess. All right. Sure. Andy, go um, ahead and pick. Doesn't really matter. We're picking the same team. <laughs> All right, let me, yes, but let me preface this by saying that I think that Michigan is going to win. My heart wants Washington to win. However, uh, sure. the anything that I've seen out there on this game does not lead me to think that Washington will actually win it. I hope that they win this game, but I don't think that they're going to. Uh, do I need to pick an over-under? Well, hold on. So you're picking okay. Michigan? Yeah. Okay, Tom, who are you picking? Michigan. Okay, so now everyone can pick a total points for the game. Can I get an over-under before I pick the points? Uh, 55 and a half. So Vegas is going to take 55.5. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Um, One of you can go first. We can't. I don't know. We got to figure out how we're going to do this. It's fair. Uh, okay, wait, 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 okay. you guys, you guys can DM me your picks and then I will read them. Okay. DM me your picks Jeez. and then I will read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not going to yeah, pick yeah, the yeah. same so you, thing as so, him. So what you okay. could $1 Bob him. No, yeah, 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 exactly. That's the problem. We are not, yeah, we are okay. not playing Price is Right rules. We're playing whoever's closest plus or minus. And we're picking like the even number, right? The even number. Wait, we're just saying like, okay. The total, Vegas total points. Five and a half. Okay. So say uh, you picked say you picked fifty points, and the score was forty five. You're off by five. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let down the Discord sixty uh, niners club. I can't go sixty nine on this game, sadly. All right. I have. Uh, if we both pick the same amount. I have. I have Tom's funny. pick. If you just want to say your pick, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right. I'm gonna go fifty eight. All right. Okay. Andy goes fifty eight. Tom goes 65. Whoa. I'm I think it's going to be 35, 30. going to go. Let's see. Gonna, Washington doesn't have a defense. You're going to get some points. Say, I'm going to say it's going to be. It's going to be May. Uh, it's going to be 30 to 24. So I'm going 54 points. Okay. Okay. All right. I think if if the if the scoring is that high, I feel like Washington's in trouble. <laughs> if if it's over fifty five and a half, and, I mean, I think Washington will be in trouble. Are we doing this like the the closest to the points, or did you yes. not pay attention to anything I said? No, he I was trying to it. figure out what I was going to do. He said plus or plus minus. or minus. No price is right rules. Okay. So if the score, the combined score was, say, 63, then Tom would win. Okay. Cool. There you go. There's your picks. And now I'm now I'm looking at it to figure out if there's a number where we'd, we would both be equally close, but I don't think that that would be the case. So I think we're good. No, you're seven points apart. Correct. 
All right, cool. Uh, what questions do we have? Um, While he's looking for those, if you would like to be added to our Discord, uh, you can send an email to podcast at academicallyineligible.com and we will get you an invite. Okay, go ahead. A Florida fan asks, is Saban retiring? I will say that before the Rose Bowl started, I had said in the Discord, (laughs) not so tongue-in-cheekly, that, wow, I can't believe this is the last game we're going to see both of these coaches coaching outside of the next game. <laughs> and I still believe that. I think Harbaugh's gone to the NFL because he's going to wants to avoid any NCAA shit. Yeah. And I think Saban's retiring. I, th- I, don't think, I don't think Saban's going out on an L. I don't think so. There's been like some weird buzz about that, but that I feel like there's been buzz about that for a couple years now. Um, I do think it's going to be hilarious when he does retire. And Alabama fans go through this weird conundrum of like trying to hire Kirby Smart to be their head coach after no, they've talked so they, much shit about him for a few years. Not, but he won't go. So well, they're gonna. I, the goal, even I also yeah. There also you can't you can't hire the next Nick Saban after Nick Saban. You have to go the opposite direction. That's why it's gonna be like Kiffin. But everybody's everybody's gonna yeah. try to. I well, don't think so. I think they're gonna go Lane. I think they'll go for Lane. I think. I think. Yeah. I do think they'll go for Lane. They probably will go for later. Lane. I, yeah. don't, I don't know who they'll get after that, but um, we'll get Harbaugh back. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you see Harbaugh's the, dad talking to him after the game? It literally looked like Harbaugh with old age makeup on. <laughs> it was fucking it weird. Yeah, he is like a chip off the old block. Yep. Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe Alabama can get uh, three years after Lane. They can get Rich Rodriguez to come there and coach since, since he was their uh, choice before Saban. Mm-hmm. He turned him down, though. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, next question from... I don't know what fan this person is, but they asked, has Saban murdered his center yet? Oh, uh, a lot of Saban questions. I, uh, I did think it was funny that the center came out today and was talking about how he was going to come back and they're going to run it back. And I'm like, dude, you were kind of the whole reason they didn't <laughs> win this game. Running like, almost, almost squarely on run you. Back into, running back some more yeah, bad run snaps. Running yeah, yeah, back into Michigan's defensive line. I was going to say, what, what did he run back exactly that was good? Um, hmm. Okay, but actually, fairness, let me... He also was probably their best option, so... I mean, well, let me uh, just... I was trying to find this, and I found it. So, uh, Stats of War uh, posted today. The Alabama uh, offensive line pass block grades versus Michigan. Right tackle, pretty good, 74.3. Right guard, 85.5. And here's where it takes a shit. Center, 42.9. Left guard, 22.2. Oh, and left, left guard was even worse? Left guard was... Uh, was even worse in the twenties and left tackle was 38.3. So that's not good. Center and left side of the line, just a, just an absolute shambles. So if their center wants to talk about running it back, maybe he should just <laughs> I, not, uh, maybe he should not try to run it back. Maybe somebody else should get the ball. Who does? Um, okay. Next question. A Illinois fan asks, does they want to have it better than Harbaugh? I mean, no. dude's kind of got it made right now. He was actively caught cheating twice, has been suspended uh-huh. twice this year, and is maybe going to win a natty and then right off into the sunset to a fat, fat NFL contract. Yes. Also, he got a, an agent this week who represents multiple NFL coaches. 
after he's, infamously not having an agent up until this point. And he's also had a contract offer on the table from Michigan for like, I think three months now. Okay. I thought it was longer than that even, but uh, okay. We'll go with that. Uh, okay. A Ohio State fan asks, will the winner of the national championship game win next year's rematch game in the regular big conference schedule? This should be your first bonus bet of next year for your 2024 pick'em. Well, we all think that, well, not all of us, but those of us that think Michigan is going to win also probably think that Harbaugh is not going to be there next year. Michigan also has and, 22 seniors. Yeah, Michigan. This Washington is the, also, I think, will be, I think Washington will also be bad next year. Uh, that's probably that's true. Um, so it doesn't really uh, I'm picking Washington because that game's at Washington. <laughs> On October 5th. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Home team. Sure. Yeah. Next question. Uh, okay. That was it. That's was all that the it? questions. Oh, okay. There was a question from another high State fan. Well, Andy's mic still suck this week. I have not heard anything, so good job, Andy. You're welcome. I even forgot that it was a thing. Thank you. Also, that Ohio, fan, Ohio State fan really sucks. So, well. for the record. <laughs> um, that is all the questions that we have. So, um, we're going to review the game next week before we take a long and deserved break, I suppose. Uh, if it's a good game, yes. If it's a bad game, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, if it's a bad game, we'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah. What is a bad game? A blowout? Uh, Michigan wins. Yes. Oh, a blowout is a bad game, yes. It just might be really short next week. Maybe you should send in a lot of questions. Uh, Maybe. So we have something to talk about other than one game and nothing else to talk about. Uh, and watch everything happen this next week, uh, all the news. Anyway, so that is it for this week. Uh, send your emails to podcast at com and tune in next week, I suppose, for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. We didn't even talk about the we didn't even talk about the chick breaking her titty out uh, last night during that game. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.